0: The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. And we pray together. O oh, come and dwell in me, spirit of power within, and bring the glorious liberty from sorrow, fear, and sin. We ask no higher state. Indulge us, but in this, and soon or later, then translate to thine eternal bliss. Amen. What is the best good news that you've shared today? All the time. God is faithful. You remember that? What's the best good news you've shared today? God is faithful. All the time. All the time. God is faithful. Anybody can start it and everybody can share it. Amen? Amen. I'm I'm having deja vu all over again. I, does it seem like I've preached this before? Maybe? I haven't because I changed a word. I changed heard to shared, snuck that one in on you, didn't I? And it matters. What's the best good news that you've shared today? You see, the miracle of Pentecost is not one of hearing. Parthians and Medes, Mesopotamians and Elamites and Cretans and Arabs of all kinds, it wasn't one of hearing that somehow as the Galileans spoke of God's powerful work in Jesus Christ, that, that, that it was translated like it is at the United Nations meetings. When one speaker speaks and then translators from every nation hear and interpret so that everyone with their earphones on can hear. The miracle of Pentecost is precisely the miracle of proclamation that Galileans spoke in languages that they did not know, so that people with whom they shared a faith practice could hear and understand the good news of Jesus Christ in their time. So I ask you again, what is the best good news that you have shared today? God is faithful. All the time. All the time. God is faithful. The Holy Spirit poured out upon the apostles and upon the people on the day of Pentecost is the power that allowed, that encouraged, that equipped, that actually forced the good news of Jesus Christ to go public. You remember, they were gathered after the resurrection before the appearances of Jesus They were gathered in fear, in private, in the upper room, behind locked doors. And Jesus stood among them and said, peace be with you. I mean, what if if we just stopped right there and received that from Christ in this moment? Those very words, that very sense of being, what Paul called the peace that surpasses our understanding, peace be with you. I I don't know if if you need to hear those words today, but I need to hear those words today. Peace. 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 Peace be with you. As we read through the book of Romans, we read in the 8th chapter and in the verses about the 20s, For creation was subjected not to futility, not of its own will, but the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning inwardly in labor pains to now, and not only creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit, who groan inwardly while we await for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience I don't know about you, but the news this weekend reminds me that creation as a whole and humanity in particular are awaiting the full adoption of our bodies, mind and soul, that we might know the presence and the power and the peace of Jesus Christ. And God invites us to share that good news. You see, just as the disciples were in the upper room, still waiting to be clothed from power from on high, the wind blew and tongues of fire came and rested upon each of them. I don't know about you, but that made people curious in that day, it would make me curious today. It attracted a crowd, and that same Holy Spirit took one who had betrayed Jesus, not once, but three times, and stood him up amidst the people and gave Peter something worth saying. Quoting Joel, that God's Spirit will now be poured out upon all people, young people and old people, free people and not free people. And that Spirit of God is Ruah. That's the Hebrew word for Spirit, Ruah. It means Spirit, breath, wind. Throughout the Old Testament, when we we read that, the wind of god blew across the face of the waters that's ruah the spirit of god anointed him to preach good news to the poor that's ruah in the greek it's pneuma. spirit breath wind we need a fresh breath today in our world a breath of hope and a breath of empowerment, a breath that invites and compels people to live at peace with one another, to live at peace within ourselves and to live at peace with God. On our Bible Reading plan. We were invited to write the names of five people we know who may or may not participate in a faith practice regularly. I only got to two, and they've occupied all of my time. And I've been praying for them, and I've been looking for the ways that God is leading me to reach out to them. You see, in John's Gospel, in the the first chapter, in the prologue, as Eugene Peterson translates the Word, it says, "...the Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood, generous inside and out, true from start to finish." And, And I'm compelled to ask, how are we moving into these people's neighborhood?" true and generous from start to finish. How, how are we reaching out to the, the people that we know in our own neighborhoods? It's beautiful how God works things out. As late as last night or early this morning, And I woke up and I, I read this in Romans chapter 10. Paul wrote to the church then and to us. But what does it say? The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe with your heart that God is raised from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with a heart and is so justified and one confesses with the mouth and is so saved. And our world needs a word of peace. Our world needs a word of hope. And you've heard it from me before, and you will hear it from me again and again and again. We are all, every one of us, 21st century evangelists. And I share this unapologetically because I know how much our world needs to know the very love of Jesus Christ— I met some friends' parents, and and they live up in the Northeast, and and they happen to be a part of the Salvation Army, and and, um, they introduced themselves to me as Salvationists. That's the official term that the Salvation Army has adopted and calls themselves. And I thought, why, why doesn't the whole church call itself Salvationists? I mean, isn't that what we're called to craft? Isn't that what we're called to be a part of, the art and the tapestry of life, that we're supposed to be a part of is spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. I get overwhelmed sometimes by the news. And then we come to church and we pray. We pray songs like this. Blow wind of God with wisdom. Blow until our minds are free from mists of error. Clouds of doubt which blind our eyes to thee. Burn winged fire, inspire our lips with flaming love and zeal to preach to all thy great good news, God's glorious common wheel. Can, can we talk? I mean, as friends, as brothers and sisters, we, we've we been together for almost a year now, and it looks like we're stuck with each other for some Time to come. That's a good thing. God has placed within us the desire to grow God's kingdom, the desire to build up God's people, the desire to share God's love with people who have not ever known. Love at all, not just God's love, but any love, who have only known hate and unrest and discordant lives. God has placed that desire, we don't always realize it. But when, when God dreams, and I happen to catch it, when God dreams and we all get caught by the Spirit, It's what it means to follow Jesus, to share God's love with another. It's it's what it means to live and move and have our being. The miracle of Pentecost is an evangelistic miracle that that fills us in this place with power and presence and poise and words that may not have ever come out of our mouths and sends us into the world to be burning with love for God's people. To be burning with love for God's people in Santa Fe, Texas, where they grieve the loss of their young ones because of violence. Burning with love for Beaumont, Texas, where so many people have not yet known love. Burning for love for people in every corner of our whole world. We know the best good news of God's faithfulness. We know it in our being. Have we shared it today? Will we share it with someone who's not here? With a smile, with a kind word, with an offer of assistance, with a hand to hold through the dark night, with a bright, Good morning. I'm so glad you were here. Or an invitation, would you come with me to the place where we are fed and made whole? What's the best good news that you've shared today? All the time. God is faithful. Shall we pray? Lord, indeed, the best good news is that you are faithful. Help us to, in fact, be faithful. For we pray this through Christ our Lord. And all God's people said, amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.